Hi, and welcome to another podcast with Burning Hearts Ministry. Thank you so much for listening today. I want to talk to you today about the presence of Jesus in our lives, the relationship with Him, and the authority and the power that we're able to carry when we spend time with Him, when we have a deep relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. Before I start talking about that, I want to share some good news with you with you guys. Um, Burning Hearts Ministry is about to launch a new event, actually our first event based on our vision to see a reformation in the church and in the universities and in the government offices. And we're actually starting in the universities. Um, never thought about that, but that was God's way, and we're just following His lead. So God spoke to me a couple months ago to seek in in the local university um, in our city here in Fort Myers. It's called FGCU, Florida Gulf Coast University, to pray into starting a a movement in there that it will impact not only the students, but also the staff, the faculty, and the whole core of universities all around America. Because it really fascinates me that America was built by Christians, and as they started the first universities, big universities that we're all knowing from stories and that are still famous to this day, like Harvard, Yale, Princeton, started off as Bible schools that trained and equipped missionaries to go out and preach the gospel. And this really fascinates me, and I was really praying into God opening the door for that. So I try to reach out to different ministries within the university with not much success in there. But I kept praying, I kept insisting that I believe it's God's will and it's a vision from Him. So I, I kept praying into it and really like battling it in the spirit because I know that the enemy was, and you know, he's always trying to hold us. So I just reached out randomly to the event planner of the university to see what's happening and as we started talking and as we actually met up, we I really in faith rented a whole lawn part of the university center, the center of the university with a beautiful pavillon and beautiful grass. And I actually rented it for the whole day on November 6th, which is a Wednesday of this year, 2019. And we're going to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ all day long. I believe we're going to see signs, miracles, and wonders happen. But, you know, I believe really for the biggest miracle to happen, the, which is that people will give their life to Jesus. And people will turn around from their confusion, from their sinful lives. You know, we all know that as a young adult, you, you're, very, you're very vulnerable to being influenced and 
I see that this is a great chance for us to reach out to the next generation, the, the generation that is now about to go into the world and to become our great leaders of this world, our great voices of this world. And I know that the enemy is starting in very young ages to confuse them with their sexuality and with their identity. And we are just going in there and believe that God will bring restoration, will bring healing, will bring deliverance and, and clarity in their minds, in their hearts, and that they will follow Jesus and that they will follow the word of God and, and get hungry for him to walk all their lives to for Jesus, with Jesus, and in his presence. So when they go out in the world after university, that they can influence all the places they're called to. And I really believe that it's going to be an epic day. It's going to be a historical day. And we're going to write history, really. Because it's going to be a start of many, many um, um, movements like that. You know, and I just want to clarify that this is not going to be a one-time event. Yes, I rented it for a day, but I believe out of that will come out a movement in this whole um, in this whole region, in this whole country, I believe, um, that will continue on um, shaking the universities of the United States and all around the world. And it's it's amazing how, like, as I was talking to the event planner, she's she loves Jesus. I believe that, and and she she was so on fire for the vision that she herself was like open to saying like let's let's then afterwards talk about what we can continue doing and to keep you know impacting and um what we can do afterwards so there's a there is going to be more um but we're going to start off on that day so november 6 2019 it's a wednesday we're going to be in fgcu florida gulf coast university if you are in the area and if you want to support us, come over there and be a part of it. You can just, you know, you can just be a part of it over there. You can be a part of it wherever you are, even if you cannot come over there and to be a part um, live over in FGCU. I want you to pray with us. I want you to support us in prayer. And if you want to support us financially, you can do so. Just reach out. Uh, just find me on Facebook, Johannes Stone. Find Burning Hearts Ministry on Facebook. Email me. Um, at Johannes, Johannes at burning slash heart slash ministry dot com. No, it's actually dash. I'm sorry. Johannes dash Johannes at burning dash hearts burn dash ministry dot com. I know it's a little bit complicated, but if if that's too com, if you can't find me in email, then uh, just you know reach out through Facebook. Um, I also have all my all my YouTube videos have my email address linked below, so you can also see there. Uh, if you want to be a part of it in any way, and you see the same vision as we do, to see a reformation in the church, and which is not just in church buildings, but also in the universities, in the Christians, in the government offices, in the Christians, and of course, to lead many people to Christ, so they can actually walk in the right path from the beginning on. Um, that's that's our goal, that's our vision. If you stand behind that, please connect with us and be a part of it. And I don't want to waste any more time on talking about everything else. I want to get to the Word of God. Um, <clears throat> today I have the, the Word, um, how I said already, about the glory of Jesus, the presence of His 
very, very, very fire of his Holy Spirit manifested in our lives when we have a relationship with him. And I want you to open the book, book of Acts in chapter 19 with me. Acts chapter 19. I'll give you a second to, to go into there. Acts chapter 19. And we're going to read from verse 11 all the way to 13, but we're going to start off first with 11 and 12. Acts 19, 11 and 12. And God did extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul, so that handkerchiefs or aprons were carried away from his body to the sick, and disease left them, and the evil spirits came out of them. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for your very presence in our lives. Thank you for extraordinary miracles, signs and wonders happening even to this day. And I thank you for every heart that is open today to receive your fire, to receive visions for their life, and to receive a deeper level of your relationship, of your love into their life. I thank you for everyone's listening. I thank you for all the hearts to be open right now and to receive deeper revelations and deeper connections with you jesus in the name of jesus we pray and we believe for extraordinary miracles in jesus name so i love this this verse I, this is one of my favorite verses in the bible because it's so powerful you know it shows so clearly the the hunger of paul in in his life for jesus for the word of god for the holy spirit to spend time with him you know it takes a lot of sacrifice it takes a lot of time uh investing and in, in spending time with jesus to be with him to to talk to him to read the bible to really not get distracted whatever you do you know we read in the bible that paul was saying that he speaks more in tongues than anyone else uh he was making tents you know, and and as for his job, he was making building tents, and and as he was doing that, he was spending time with the Lord, and afterwards he he was working. After he worked, he was preaching all night long, and you know, there he was always so refreshed and so always so full of strength that he was able to even go out and lay hands on people, and and I love that he was so full of Jesus, the presence of the Holy Spirit was so manifested on him not just in him but on him that when he was wearing aprons or he just rubbed his sweat on a on a on a on a handkerchief people took those items and laid it on the sick and on the possessed ones and they got healed and delivered and that's power that is pure power of the holy spirit and i love that Jesus is not limited to a person because he can do extraordinary miracles, even, <laughs> even through the sweat of a person. But let's keep reading on, on uh, verse 13. It says, um, Then some of the it itinerant Jews, sorry, my English, this word is new to me, itinerant Jews, exorcists undertook to pr pronounce the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had the evil spirit, saying, I adjure you by the G Jesus whom Paul preaches. Seven sons of a Jewish high priest named Sceva were doing this. But the evil spirit answered them, 
Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, mastered all of them, and overpowered them, so that they fled out to the house naked and wounded. This is incredible. You know, this shows that it's not it's not about who you are. It's not about who your father is, like in the world, you know. Your father can be a high priest, and he can be... Um, very known in the world he can you can be even known uh, by other people but if you don't have the relationship with Jesus you don't have his glory you don't have his presence on you that you can have authority it all it takes all the authority given by Jesus and you cannot get that authority except in spending time through spending time with him and seeking his face because his the glory of God is hidden in the face of God. I'm gonna say that again. The glory of God is hidden in the face of God. Why do I say hidden? It's hidden because you have to seek, you have to look for his presence, for his face. How do you do that? You go into the secret place. You go on your knees every day of your life. You you seek the word of God. You read the word of God multiple times a day. You, you pray in tongues all day long. You don't stop thinking about him. You don't stop thanking him. You don't stop looking at him and giving him glory and praise. Then when you do that, when you when you never stop fellowshipping with Jesus, having communion with Him, then you will receive authority and power within time, so strong that even even handkerchiefs and clothes you're wearing are going to heal the sick and cast out devils. I want to give you an example. I recently read. A testimony from John G. Lake. Many of you know him. He was a spirit-filled, faithful uh, evangelist, um, and he had a healing ministry. And one one of his testimonies was there was a there was a um, 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 a disease going on, a, a really bad sickness in the city, and and it's like a bad virus and. People died from it. And John G. Lake declared the power of God over over that city. And he, he started healing so many people being sick from it. And the doctors were confused. They were they were having no answers to the sickness and couldn't explain how people got healed um, through a man laying hands on the people. And especially they couldn't understand why John G. Lake did not got sick himself when he laid hands on them when he came close because it was such a transferable disease it was so um transmittable so so dangerous that as soon as you come close you can get it and die yourself so it was contagious that's the word contagious strongly contagious and john g lake went to the doctors and said go and get a sample of the virus and lay it on my hands and look with your microscope what's happening so they did that 
And as soon as they laid virus, the, the bacterials on his hands, and they looked through their little lenses, through their microscopes, they saw the disease dying. They saw instantly dead in the bacterials. They, they were killed, all of them. Not one was left. Not 1% was left alive. And that shows the glory of God manifested on John G. Lake's uh, body. Why? Because he spent time with Jesus, a lot of time, you know, and and it it it's amazing to see that even after the the apostles, um, that people were so full of Jesus, and I believe it's still today that people can be so full of Jesus that he's not just within them, but he's on them. And I tell you, my friend, if Jesus is on you. There is no sickness, no disease that can survive around you, that can attack you, or that can um, stay alive in your presence. So whoever you then touch, whatever you touch, whatever touches the person that you were wearing, will die. Everything that will, will that everything that's not from God will die instantly in Jesus' name, because of the power of God. His presence is pure glory and pure power. You know, John G. Lake also, <clears throat> that was actually not the only time he proved to medicals, to, to doctors, um, the power of God. He actually, there was, he was talking to doctors and he said, go to your hospital and get somebody with a sickness, with a, it was like a limp. It was like a, something on his skin that was killing him. The, the person, the patient, and he said, look into your microscope and see what's happening when I lay my hands on that thing. And the thing was on the leg, so he, he put his hand on the leg of the sick man and he asked the doctors what's happening. <clears throat> and the doctor said, they're reacting to it. The, 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 the bacterial the disease is reacting to your touch and everything died, everything instantly fell off the man got healed and and i love how it says that john g lake did not pray a specific high specific prayer he just cried out from his heart to the goodness of god to have mercy on this person to kill the sickness and if you're so full of jesus if you have time with him all day long you're so full of him that your heart starts crying out for others. You're not only concerned then about your own needs. You know, and the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. When you're so full of God, you just don't care about your own needs because you know they're being added to you. All you care about is crying out to God for people to be saved, to be healed, to be delivered. And I believe that's also what, what Paul was doing, you know. He was just moved by compassion for those sick people. And he wanted to lay hands on everyone, but he couldn't. So he, he decided to give people the handkerchiefs and the aprons so more people can be healed at the same time because he couldn't be everywhere laying hands. And the difference between Paul and those seven sons of that high priest was Paul was looking... For Jesus. He was looking for the people. 
you know, he had compassion on the people. All of the other guys, the seven sons, they were just looking at themselves. They just wanted glory on them. They just wanted the power. They just wanted, you know, it was all about them. In Paul, it was all about Jesus healing the needy. And and I believe this is another key to to the very glory of Jesus in our lives. Yes, we have to spend our time with him. But we also have to focus our eyes on him so our our heart becomes full of him because then our our attention our mind turns towards his mind and his mind is full of loving on people healing people the needy need the doctor the needy need the helper the savior you know it's not about us it's about him walk working through us in other people and that is why we are so full of compassion for the young people here in america and in the world really we our plan is not just to be limited to one nation we want to go into the nations of the world and bring a reformation and you know reformation has to happen not only in the church in the in in the congregation on sunday or in the church building reformation has to happen in every believer if they're in school if they're in workplace if they're in in the, in the government uh, office if they're in church everywhere the reformation has to happen so people are starting to be moved by the holy spirit who is full of compassion who is full of mercy to go out and to the good works of the father not for our sake but for the sake of Jesus Christ for his name's sake we want to do the signs miracles and wonders so I want to challenge you today if your heart is not for 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 the the things of Jesus for for his you know his will his mindset then I want to challenge you to go deeper into the word because the word of God when we read it we we receive the mind of Christ. We receive newness in our minds. If you feel like it's you just want to do things out of your own strength, out of your own will. And you know, we're really quick in getting into that and labeling it, it's God's will or I just want to do Jesus' works. But really, we want the glory. And we have to learn to reduce ourselves i love how john the baptist said it i must decrease so he can increase we have to learn to decrease so jesus can increase in us so we get so full of him that he overflows in us you know my cup runneth over we have to get so full of his presence of his glory that we overflow of his goodness his glory and his presence that is on us and that's sticky and that when we walk just like smith wigglesworth you know, he, he was a great man of God. He walked into a train. He just passed a, a, a Catholic uh, priest. And this guy fell on his knees, on his face, and repented. John uh, Miss Wigglesworth did not even say a word. You know, Paul did not even say a word. John G. Lake did not even say a word to the sickness or to the disease or to the sinner. Those people were just so full of Jesus that his very presence was enough. And the enemy knows the presence of God. Don't forget that. Because he, he knows it. He was a, around God many times. He recognizes the presence of Jesus. That's why the demon said, We know who Jesus is and we know who Paul is, but who are you? They did not know these guys because they were not full of Jesus. 
because the enemy will only recognize you when Jesus is in you and you're so full of him. So he only recognizes Jesus in you. And then he will flee because he has to. Because wherever God draws near, the enemy has to flee. He has to leave in the name of Jesus. And that's the power of God. That's the love of God. And that's the goodness of God. That's the good news. That's the gospel right there, right, my friends. So wherever you go, bring Jesus. Be so full of Jesus. Don't leave your house without him. Don't leave your, 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 your place uh, without the Holy Spirit in you and on you. Be so full of him from the morning on all the way till the night so you're not getting distracted. You're not getting paying attention to your own self-needs, to your own pride and, and your own issues. But you start looking at people and see what they need. And you start pouring out into them. And you start bringing the, the gospel, the goodness, the presence of Jesus everywhere you go. And you, you will see signs, miracles, and wonders manifested everywhere you go. So let's go into a deeper relationship with him. Let's go into a deeper revelation of who he is in us and who we are for him because he wants to use every single one of us. For us, for him, we are his children ready to be used. We are his vessels ready to be used. We just have to get empty, completely empty of ourselves so he can fill us completely with himself. With that, I want to bless you today. I want to uh, encourage you to go deeper, encourage you to go deeper in the word and, and in, your, your, in, in your gifts of tongues. If you don't have the gift of tongue yet, ask for it. The Bible says, if you who know who, who are wicked and evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give you the Holy Spirit, the gifts of tongues, everything, the gifts of whatever you want, if you just ask Him. So just ask him. It's a gift. Take it. Ask and take it. And then start speaking it all day long. Let it come up from your belly. Do it in the spirit. You know, you might start in the flesh, but it will come into the spirit as you keep going. If you keep pounding on, um, on, on, in, if you keep insisting, there you go, uh, going in deeper in his relationship, in his presence. And yeah, just go with it. Walk with it. And be a blessing to many's. And I want to bless you with that. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this encouraged you. I hope that you got something great out of this. I did. I know that. <laughs> I'm always very blessed myself by the words of God that come out of me. Because I know that I'm just a vessel and that he's speaking. And I enjoy it myself. So this is fulfilling. And I hope it fulfills you as well. I hope it, it satisfies you and leaves you even hungrier, even more hungry than you were before. I bless you, and I thank you for listening. See you, hear you next time. Till then, bye.